Hey everyone, hey and welcome back to yet another episode of Alpha Metallica. This is your host, Tom Quee. I want to kick off, as I always, always do, by saying thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing, for commenting, for liking, for sharing, for doing all those great things that you're doing. I really, really appreciate it. We're very early into the show. We're actually on our first, you know, first second letter. We're on a new letter now. We're off the A's. We're into the B's. Very excited to get into Bad Seed. But just before I do, I want to say please subscribe, as I say. We've got a Patreon if you want to give back to the show. Um, email us as well, MetallicaPod at gmail.com i've got some great emails to get into we're also on twitter at metallica pod i share various gifts i'm kind of running out of gifts i'm searching metallica on the gifts twitter thing I've like, got a pile yeah oh you've got you some yeah. oh, <laughs> like, a, <laughs> like a stockpile okay that'd be good that'd yeah. be good um and you know we sort of share info about the show if you want to talk to me on there if you want to talk to me through the email it's all that good stuff maybe you want to come on the show get in touch with me metallicapod at gmail.com we are doing this huge journey maybe for some reason it's the first episode you listen to you've chosen to listen to Bad Seed over Master or Ate My Bitch or whatever Bad Seed is your jam and I respect you for that so if you want to come on the show you want to help me sort of you know go through this back catalogue this incredible back catalogue of, of fantastic heavy metal music uh, message me you know metallicapod at gmail.com and and uh, I'm very happy to say a guy that I've had on the show before, you know, great friend of the show. It's Dave. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. It's, uh, it's, it's going good. really, really good. Yeah, yeah. It's good to have you back, man, because last time I had you on, we did uh, All Within My Hands, right? Which was amazing. Yeah, yeah. That was, that, that, like, I, I, I'm hoping, because obviously both me and yourself, if you haven't listened to this episode, uh, the All Within Your Hands episode, definitely go back. You know, we're both ardent supporters of St. Anger. And I think we made quite a convincing case, actually. I think it was quite, quite a good chat. Yeah, I, I still don't understand. I mean, I, I do understand the Saint Anger thing. It's like if you like one thing and it changes differently, mm. but it's a grower of an album, and it's not just growing on you. The band grew in it, and it's just brilliant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, the I whole g- thing was just great. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. And um, just before we get into our discussion on Bad Seed, I just want to read out a few emails. I've been getting some great emails. Metallicapod at gmail.com, as I say. Um, the first email is from Logan. Shout out to Logan. He's going to be coming on the show soon. Um, he's also, you know, regular on the Twitter. Great guy. Logan begins, hey, Tom, I just wanted to let you know how much I've been enjoying your last three episodes. I related to a lot of the things that Brady Trampham brought up. Love of Load, Memories of Mission Metallica. And I also happened to be at the Dallas Ozfest show when Metallica played Cyanide for the first time and remember the bulk of people trying to concentrate on it instead of the usual activity during a song. I wasn't sure what to expect with an interview with someone called the Angry Video Game Nerd. Shout out to James Rolfe, by the way. That was a great episode. Um, really oh, was. Yeah, it was quite, quite a mad episode, actually. If anyone's not aware, the guy is, you know, early YouTube icon, well, continuing YouTube icon, and it was great to talk to him. But um, anyway, uh, Logan continues... I wasn't sure what to expect. I was afraid it would be a good deal of Metallica hate. I can assure you, Logan, if anyone comes on this show and hates Metallica, they're getting edited out. Like, there's, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to listen to those opinions. They're not worth listening to. But I was afraid it'd be a good deal of Metallica hate. But I was really happy with the interview overall, and I hope you keep doing them as a nice sprinkling of flavour to the usual song episodes. I should say, uh, just before we go into this um, further into the email, I am going to keep doing these interview episodes. And you may have seen on the Twitter, I actually posted something on the feed as well. I've got Ray Burton and Fleming Rasmussen coming on the show soon. Oh. I, I know, man. I know. It's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the one with 
cussed out, you know. I know, I know. It's going to be, I, oh, it's going to be, emo- I think it's going to be quite emotional in a weird it's like way. It's like talking to Santa at that yeah. time, isn't it? <laughs> and like, like this mythical being. Yeah, exactly. And it, well, it's like talking to like Odin who birthed Zeus. Like it's yeah. just, you know, it, it, unbelievable. Cannot, cannot wait for that. Um, And uh, Logan continues, if I'm remembering correctly, the Colton Lane episode was the first listener guest episode and it was really well done as well. I like the overall discussion and breakdown of the song. If you're still interested in having me on for Broken Beat and Scarlet, I would love to do it, uh, which is the episode that they're going to do. I definitely have some thoughts on it musically and lyric wise, lack of correct grammar and all. Because yeah, I don't know if you remember Broken Beat and Scar, Dave, but on the song, the core or the backing vocals go, "What don't kill you make you more strong." Which I mean, that flat out don't make sense. It, it don't make sense at first, but when you consider the band with the roots in San Francisco, they're not exactly clean, polished talkers. You're, you're talking about Hetfield, who is essentially Metal's Cowardly Lion. When you look at him, you're not going to get nothing clean, you know? <laughs> Metal's Cowardly Lion. Brute. Yeah, he yeah. looks like a Cowardly Lion, don't you think? He does, and James Hetfield's one of those people where he's very much grown into his looks. Like, when he was, like, 18, he kind of, I don't know, he's kind of pockmarked and kind of shy-looking, but now as kind of like a 50-year-old man, he, he's, a, he's a gallant specimen. Yes, you've kind of reminded me of Otto a little bit from The Simpsons. When he was younger, he has that look, like, it doesn't matter as long as I have headphones, but now he's like, yeah, this is working. Yeah, it's funny you mention that, actually, because Metallica had a cameo on The Simpsons, and their scene is with Otto. And rightly it should be. Yeah, yeah it's, it's quite funny, actually. I remember, like, I can't quite, I don't want to butcher the bit or something, but he's saying, like, you know, I was the guy who said Metallica rules, and Lars was like, hey, you were, like, seat seven in San Antonio. I remember you, dude. Like, you know, it's it quite, it quite a funny little bit there. And uh, Logan continues. Basically, Logan himself went to San Antonio concert recently, went to the Snake Pit. He's going to come on. We're going to talk about that. It's going to be really, really good. So, yeah, thank you, Logan. Looking forward to having you on from all the way from... Looking forward uh, to hearing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's going to be uh, it's going to be great. Our next uh, email comes from Luke. Luke begins, Dear Tom, really enjoying the podcast, mate. I've always wanted to hear people talk about Metallica songs in this much detail but no one i know feels as strongly as i do about the band while every episode is entertaining i'm particularly enjoying the episodes about some of the lesser known and often neglected songs in metallica's catalog while everyone raves about the injustice for alls and all nightmare longs that metallica are famous for fewer people will talk about the two by fours and am i savages that still have heads banging and feet tapping in your podcast i feel that every song has its chance in the spotlight and it has made me explore the deeper cuts much more i enjoy i enjoy all but one of metallica's albums he puts in brackets maybe say angle warm to me eventually so I mean, I mean he's open which, which which you know i'm happy about maybe we're convincing and i must say that although the classic fresh era is my personal favorite i do find the load reload era particularly interesting for this reason i would like to come on your show to talk about ronnie however far in the future that might be we have locked ronnie in um i think we both said it's gonna be like 2019 when we get to ronnie which is gonna be like <laughs> ridiculous Jeez. but eventually we will get to ronnie's so that'll be great with luke um Luke is just finishing up his A levels as well now, so you know, good luck, Luke, and definitely, we'll, good you know, luck, we'll, man. yeah, we'll get into we'll get into Ronnie. And finally, I have an email from uh, Emil. Emil says, "Hey man, I saw Andre posting a video just a few hours ago about questions for Ray Burton. I must, yeah, I must just say, I'm sure many people listening to this show are aware of Andre Veselenko, uh, virtuoso musician, Ukrainian Metallica vlogger, brilliant dude, does incredible videos about Metallica. I had him on for all nightmare long. Great discussion. I actually emailed the guy uh, a few days ago saying." 
look, I'm getting Ray Burton on the show. Do you have any questions? Because he's obsessed with Cliff. He's going to bring out a book about Cliff. He does videos about Cliff. And he made a video, without me asking, he made a video and put it on his YouTube channel. It's got, like, you know, thousands of views, thousands, like, hundreds of questions just for people to get onto the podcast. Like, he's the best dude ever. So, basically, Emil watched that video and got, you know, discovered Alpha Metallica. I'm sure many of people have as well through that. And he continues, whatever I'm, um, I think this is a brilliant concept. I think this show will blow up, mate, because there's so many Metallica fans around the globe. Thank you very much. I heard in your first episode that you wanted people to discuss songs with you, and I just wanted to show interest uh, in participating in the discussion. The lead guitarist in my band and I are huge Metallica fans, and we discuss different Metallica songs all the time, because we usually have different tastes at different times. I usually get periods where I really like some albums, and some songs don't listen to anything at all but that. All of the albums have their moments, and I think that it's very cool and also very nice. Metallica have tried so many styles, and the albums are always different, and I love that. Keep up the good work, and keep the show going. And yet, me and Emil are going to do Cyanide, actually, um, in a few months' time, so I'm really, really excited for that as well. But, um, Dave, obviously we spoke on our first episode about, you know, yes. you, you getting into Metallica. It was your sister's boyfriend. Yeah, my sister's it? boyfriend gave me a pile of CDs. Yeah, 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 which is, you know, what better introduction than that. But um, it's been about a month or so since we last spoke. Have you had any, are there any Metallodotes? I'm trying to say metallic Metallica anecdotes. They didn't, they didn't <laughs> come out very well. Metallic dotes. Met- or hammock-dotes, depending on the member. Hammock, uh, do you have any hammock-dotes? I don't, actually. <laughs> Apart from that he's very, very tender as a man, I'm learning is more I read about him. And I'm, he, I very much like Kirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Kirk as well. Like, he is Beautiful great. guitars as well. Beautiful designs and artwork on them. Yeah, yeah. His, his horror fascination is very evident, isn't it? Surfing also. Yeah, 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 no, he's a, he's, he's a very interesting dude, actually, very sort of, when you consider that he's the lead guitar player in this iconic thrash band, he's, he's quite a gentle elf-like man. I was listening to him talking about recording the solos on the new album, and he said he didn't listen to the songs, they'd write them and record them, and he'd come in and just wham them out, just wow. bang into the solo, and then go, yeah, that sounds good, then try and relearn it, which is a really, that's quite a, an intense thing to do, even at that stage in life, playing music. Mm. So I was quite impressed with that. Mm, 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 definitely. And I think that kind of improvisational, that just kind of straight out of the veins kind of playing that he does, you know, you, you can sort of tell that on Hardwired. And maybe to a certain extent, Bad Seed, which, yes. you know, brings us on to, of course, we're doing our alphabetical exploration. And it's our first song of the bees. And Bad Seed, to me, it's a song that I've always known, like, you know, through, through this series, most of the songs I've heard before, like, recently we did Astronomy, and I knew it, but I wasn't, like, familiar, familiar with it. But I remember, even as a kid, when I was first getting into Metallica, when my cousin, like, dumped all their MP3s on my Windows Media Player, and I was just Jeez. going through. Like, Bad Seed, it's always stuck out as me as quite a good song. Like, I, I, I think it's a bit of a highlight of Reload. I think it's one of the better songs. Well, Lee Road. Uh, Lee Road? Is that wrong? Lee Road. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, yeah. Interestingly, no, Bad Seed and Devil's Dance are the only two songs on that whole album that are not in E flat. Oh, okay. And I think that's why they stand out to me. I've always really liked Devil's Dance and always liked Bad Seed, and I never knew that until this week. Just doing research, but it really mm. like, kind of struck me back. I never thought about the tuning before. Mm-mm. And I think I think the the strength of Bad Seed. Well, there's ma- there's many things, and we'll, we'll sort of get into. It. I think part of the strength is its duration. You know, it's yeah. not it's not it's not that long. It's not got any sort of structural ambition. It's very much a sort of riff, chorus, solo, get out before anything becomes too haggard. You know, sort of. Yeah. It, it does that sort of thing. We kick off. I quite like how it kicks off with James coughing. Yeah, it's he's got that. Uh, it sort of reverbs his cough too. Yeah, throughout yeah. the first couple of seconds, it's quite good. 
Yeah, I think there's um, is it? I don't want to butcher that. I think it's Sweet Leaf. There's definitely a Black Sabbath song that starts. Yeah, with Sweet cough. Leaf. Is it Sweet the, Leaf? The as reverbing well? cough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know if that was a sort of pay on to that. I think it's more a case of it sort of bad seed. I always think that he's spitting out a bad seed. That's always how I read. Yeah, it. like if you look at the lyrics and he says you bit off more than you can chew, you're yeah. you're choking on it, and he sounds like he's coughing it up. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I like the sort of the twist on it through the song because if someone says bad seed, it's like oh, a rotten seed spoils the bunch sort of thing. You know, a bad yeah. seed is a bad person. But in this case, it's like a bad seed is in literally just just something. <coughs> yeah, yeah, it's something physically. Sorry, I had to literally clear my throat. <laughs> Got some um, beer bubbles up my nose. Poetic, very poetic, and. Um, one of the things as well that we have in Reload that we didn't necessarily have perhaps when we were speaking about Say Angry is you can detect on Reload and you certainly don't feel this on Master or Right there's two guitars you know there are yes. two guitar players they're pan left and right James they're very has, playful they, they are very playful I like how Kirk sort of vamps off James and sort of plays Ooh. little licks here and there and you know we, we have James's cough we have both guitars sliding down and the riff that well it's not really the main riff you know no 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 yeah. Like to me, I, I know you're an audio slave fan, Dave. Um, mm-hmm. um, your time has come, which is the opener to Out of Exile. I don't know if any listeners know that song. Yep. It's the exact same riff, just slightly it slower. Is. It is. It's a different tune. And I was looking yeah. at a post online about four days ago saying something similar. I was reading it, mm-hmm. so I gave it a listen, and yeah, it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's a little bit more of a whip to the Metallica one. Yeah. The strings are more being whipped, whereas Audio Slave, you feel. Well, yeah, they're playing the notes, but there's a looseness to the Metallica riff that's quite more enjoyable to mine, mm, anyway. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, there's definitely a Tom Morello tight, yeah. tightness to that song. And I mean, like, you know, the riff itself is, is pretty much a scale descent. Like, it's nothing too too interesting. Sort of thing. And then we have that slow, and then we have the main riff. And I, I love, again, James seems to be having fun on this song when he just goes, bad. Yeah, it's very southern, I feel. Very, yeah. like, fairground, very circus-esque. Mm-hmm. Like it's very, like it's, it's grand to a point, but you don't feel like it's grand when you listen to it. But when you go back and you hear him with the bad and the stuff like that, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And and the riff, like the the dun 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 dun, dun, dun you know, it's anchored on that. Anyone that's played guitar knows that this is just kind of a stock riff. Again, the word stock comes up, stock. but you know, the the open E, your fingers just gravitate to that G, to that A, to that three, to that five. You know, and and James going yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you know, it's I've nothing. I've been doing that all week in the yeah. band, by the way. <laughs> and it's like, I, 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 recently I've been listening to a lot of "And Justice for All." In particular, for some reason, the song "Shorty Straw" has just caught me. I've been listening to "Shorty Straw" so much, and like, I've been had bad seed on in between it, and it's like bloody hell. This is so minimal compared to that, but it, but it's quite effective. "Shorty Straw" is probably maybe my second favourite Metallica song of all time. Really? That and, that and Trapped Under Ice, probably, I'm going to wow. be honest with you. Wow, wow, wow. I really like the riff on Shortest Straw. Yes, like, I... Like, dun, 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 dun. It's very mechanical, very pneumatic. And I think, I think the, I mean, uh, maybe we should do Shorty Straw in two years. Mm. Maybe, maybe you'll come up for that. But yeah, it's just the way that, da, 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 yeah. da, 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 and it's the way his vocals, the shortest straw works against the riff is so good. But, you know, we're here to talk about Bad Seed. And for me, it feels a bit almost ZZ Top-esque, the sort of riff. That's quite fair to say, actually. I've never thought of that. It is very ZZ Top-esque. Yeah, like Lagrange, Lagrange, whoever you pronounce it. I always say it wrong. But you know what I mean? That's sort of... yeah kind of almost like sort of post 12 bar blues-esque sort of thing very load reload you know nothing there's nothing really metal about this song at all 
I, I don't know, but what is metal though? Yeah, so, like, I guess. I guess it's just not like, like it's not fresh. Enough. I guess the drums have a certain, you know. Like, yeah, uh, there's some good double bass stuff. Exactly. But... Exactly. Yeah. 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 But yeah, you're right. It's not metal. It's not thrash metal anyway. No, no, no. But um, you know, and and these lyrics aren't bad either. I, I I think James is having fun with his kind of you know the way he's composing these things. Like I you know come clean, fess up. Like you know very kind of tight syllables. And I like when he's like off the veil. Like you know his voice goes high and low here. You know he's he's having a ball. And then he says like stand revealed, show the card, bring it on, break the seal. Mm. Right. See that part of the song, I'm not sure because. I've looked at stuff online, and I've came up with like my own little bits and stuff. But this is the last album they did with Jason as well. He was the yep. last he was a member of. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading through stuff, and I'm looking at stuff, and I'm looking at what people think the song is about. There's a lot of people that think it's got roots in the Bible, which what? is understandable. Yeah, the whole Adam and Eve thing. I'm not sure. I don't even know what it's about to be honest. But the lyrics are really good and fun to sing. They're not difficult. There's nothing too heavy. It's very simple. Mm, and mm. It's, it's all you need. But interestingly, never been played live, Tom. It has never been played live. Never. It's, it's one of those rare songs. Although there is footage of it being played, it's the first thing they play as a jam on Cunning Stunt. Cunning Stunt. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. the riff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's the riff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, um, the, like, you know, whenever we're doing these reviews, I always like to see if they play them live. I've gone Metallica.com, you know, Bad Seed's never been played live, and I, and I YouTubed it, and it's kind of Bad Seed jam, um, you know, when they come on, and uh, big up Cunning Stunts, by the way. Fucking yeah. love that concert. Great, great fucking concert there. But, yeah, no, uh, and, and they sort of get into the riff, and, I, I you know, there's a lot of, like... As, as kind of routine as the riff is, they're trying new things here. And I like in the kind of bridge before we get to the chorus, the sort of ringleader P.T. Barnum style stuff like, you know, step right up, see the man who told the truth. And, you know, it's quite that's, ambitious. I think that's the whole story of the song for me because the pre-chorus is alternate. Mm. On the first one, it's ladies and gentlemen, step right up and see the man who told the truth. But the second pre-chorus is, and now we give you he who suffers the truth. Yes. It's, you, you get to see a symptom of honesty, whether it's through greed or whatever, but it's, it's there. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's there for the picking if you're willing to look at it. It really is. And I like the juxtaposition in the chorus. I love the drums when it's swing the noose again. Like, you know, the drums are very kind of wet and splashy. And then it gets more into a sort of more of a firm thing here. You choke it on it. Like, you know, I mean, I'm singing this song a lot, actually. But the, <laughs> me- the melodies have stuck with me. It's kind of a, I don't know. I, I quite like this song. Like, I think Load and Reload, Bad Seed is like the fruits of the experiment it's kind of the better side whereas i think some of the songs on reload especially a lot dave i know you're a fan of reload i know a lot of people listen to this are fans of reload personally songs like sliver better than you attitude i I just don't have time for but i think a song like bad seed is is the better of the bunch slither's okay yeah uh better than you um I know you said not to be negative about Metallica. I'll just shut up then. I'm not a big fan of that song. <laughs> no, no. I, I don't see the f- point in it. I'm kind of angry it's there, to be honest. No, for the record, Better Than You Can Go Fuck Itself. It's a terrible song. It's, yeah, it's it, not better than me. It's really no, not. It's not. No, no, no. I read someone on YouTube. I was, I was doing a bit of research on Better Than You. And someone was like, oh, this song's about Dave Mustaine. And, and I listened to, I'm like, you literally just read the title and assume that. Like, it's got nothing to do with Dave Mustaine. You just sort of put it out there. But th- this song as a whole, and I like the way um, later in the song as well, James kind of mimics the idea of, you know, choke it. Like, he chokes himself on the chorus. It's quite clever. Yeah, he's got a very... Like there's like bravado is on ten for James. Mm. Here. He's not just 
a metal singer, he's a rock performer. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, yeah. and the guitars are whipping, the lyrics are there. He's very bro, he's very attitude. They're like he's sneering and spitting in your face and stepping up to the mic like Liam Gallagher with his hands behind his back with a guitar hanging. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's a showman. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think this could have been a single. It could have been, it should have been. Like, but we got, uh, what was the song Mission Impossible 2? Oh, I Disappear. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what's funny, actually? I, I kind of I like to look ahead with this. Podcast. I like it, but yeah, yeah. I I listened to it the other day, and I, it, it didn't age very well for me. I remember as, uh, when I was younger, quite enjoying it, but it's 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 the riffs are just uninteresting, and that was so. It's them trying to be so modern, but failing quite badly. Yeah, they're very Tool esque, very nineteen ninety seven, ninety eight. The yeah. only thing I really like is James's hey 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 that part mm-hmm. when he comes in. I'm like, all right, I'll deal with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kirk's solo is one of the most, like, if you literally see what Kirk does on the fretboard, he's hammering on 12 on the D, hammering on the G, there's nothing else going on in the solo, and it does, you know, it just kind of, but, you know, we'll, we'll get back to Bad Seed, which I yeah. think mostly, you know, does well, it does his verse, chorus, verse, chorus. I am, a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably Kirk's harshest critic on this show. I think his solo's pretty good, actually. I think it's pretty fun, and he's not the most intelligent phraser of guitar lines, but he understands space in this, and it, and it, you know, it operates well within the song. It really does. It's one of the standout solos from that era. I think. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, not yeah. many that are going to be as you've got. It's not just. A solo has got a good bit of funk in there, I feel. It's quite good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I enjoy it, and he lets his personality through. He does, he does. It's that, that first, that... You know, that, that first kind of lick, like that pulling up the fretboard. He pulls in the wah a little bit towards the end, but it's not kind of an overkill that you see in a lot of the solos. It, you know, and then... I think, personally, I think the song, you know, it's a short song. It could be even shorter, because after the solo, you get kind of, to more than you need, and it, like, nothing, yeah. really, nothing really happens in the song. It's just kind of repeating what's gone before. But look, it's actually, I'm looking at Reload now. Bad Seed is the shortest song on Reload. Probably the best one as well. Yeah, um, I, I prefer Fuel to Bad Seed, but I get what you're I saying. I like Fuel more than Bad Seed. I do. I quite like Fuel. Did you get dropped in your head as a kid? <laughs> I, I, I think like, I like fuel, but bad seeds like maybe it's because I'm just an old man now. My right. beard's going grey. It gives me that swagger when I walk into the yeah. van covered in dirt. I'm like, oh yeah, this will do. <laughs> yeah, I get. I think um, with fuel, I you know, um, memory remains. I'm not the biggest fan of. I know people love it. I'm not. Like, yeah, I'm I not. Don't, I'm not interested in Marianne Faithful and swings and mascara. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Lars crying. Nah. <laughs> Does Lars cry in it? I don't. He's all like he's got. He looks yeah. at the roof at one point, like what's going on? It's like just yeah. play your fucking drums. You're brilliant at it. <laughs> no, the thing about Fuel is, um, they did a concert in '09 in Nimes in that French Coliseum. It's it's probably mm-hmm. my favorite Metallica concert. It's incredible that they open with Blackened and Creeping Death, and it's like it's breathtaking. And th- they, they do Harvester of Sorrow as well. That's the opening three songs, and it's just oh, it's so good. And I remember watching the concert for the first time about a year ago and being like, oh my god, this is so good. And then they played Fuel like fifth, and I was like, Fuel. And then I was like, oh, hang on, this is. I think it's that concert that convinced me. So I think on track. Maybe I'm not bad. Sure I've listened to it live, Tom. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good live. It's I'll good check live. Check it out because I do like that. You know the part where you say like fuel pumping engine. The drums are going like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I agree. And, you know, with Bad Seed, we, we don't get what was kind of a bad compositional element of this era. The You know, a real kind of testy middle eight. There's not really one here. It just has that lethargic point, as I was saying. Of. It comes back in, you know, Jane just going, choking, choking, and kind of, you know, reiterating that kind of thing, having fun on top of it. And then we end as we begin with James just sort of, you know, spitting out. Yeah. Literally spitting out. Yeah. The thing is, when you look at like the structure of this all, from the start to the finish, and like you said, people looking at a title or something and just assuming, that's why I don't, I'm not entirely sure. I don't want to fully commit to myself what I think the song is about. Yeah. Because you could look at it and you can look at the band themselves that have been called Alcoholica. Yeah. It's like, what is it? Is it like, there's a, like a element of temptation. We don't know if it's alcohol, is it a person or is it, in fighting and the bickering just come to a head like what is it but at the end of the day it doesn't matter what it is because the song is outstanding mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and if that's what fighting does i hope i fight with my friends all the time and then we make music because that's a terrific song yeah 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 yeah. i mean outstanding terrific i i think you know you are a little bit more a fan of this than i am but i'm not I really like it i yeah. can't help <laughs> No, I'm not trying to make you feel bad, like, at all, but, like, you know, I, I agree, like, it, it, as I say, it was one that stuck out to me as a kid, and, you know, it, I, w- I was looking forward to, when I've, I've listened to this song all week, sort of thing, you know, getting it in my head yeah. and sort of thing, and I've never not looked forward to putting it on, like, you know, I enjoy it, I definitely enjoy the space it occupies, I do think it's is, a fun number. Is there one Metallica song that if it comes on, you're not expecting it, you're like, not right now. Mm, mm. Is there one? Uh... Yeah, there's a few. I can't, but I can't think of some off the top of my head. But I, I, I saw um, quite. A few, I saw a few of my old um, school friends last Friday. Actually, and we were talking about the podcast, and um, my friend Ryan actually, who's going to come on for battery, we was he was like, "Oh, what are you doing next?" And I was like, "Bad seed." And he was like, "Oh yeah, bad seed." He was like, "Oh yeah, I like that stuff." You know what I mean? It was one of those ones hmm. that it's not like you know, it's not a shortish straw. You know, it's not a through the never. It's not one of those ones on the top of your brow that you're like, "Oh yeah, this song, this song." But I think you know. It's kind of one of their okay hidden classic is too far, but you know no, you're not too far off though because yeah. it's not going to be on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame playlist. But no. it's one of the steps on the road to getting there. Yeah, no, 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 true. And I, you know, I am interested for those listening. Please comment below. What do you think of Bad Seed? Uh, are you into it as much as myself and Dave? Because you know, I, I guess a lot of people, you know, did this song. I actually went onto the YouTube comments of um, the Bad Seed. You know, as many of these uploads, and quite yeah. a few of the comments are. This song is amazing on 1.5 speed, which is like an odd comment to say. I listen to it, and it, you know, it's what you think it is. It's Bad Seed, a bit quicker, a bit, a bit thrashier, arguably because it's a bit more hasty. But you know, I think people detect that in the bones of this song, there is something quite good. It's Metallica kind of just not getting bogged down in these kind of six-minute sludge riff things, and you know, it's, yeah. a, bit, it's a bit more bluesy, it's a bit more open. I mean, parting thoughts on on Bad Seed, Dave. I think the fact that we've only heard parts that played live as a jam on Cunning Stunts kind of speaks for the song itself because it is a jam. It's not some layered structured metal anthem. Yeah. It's not some blistering fucking festival stomper. It comes on when it's raining outside and it's just booming through the house or something. And you're like, yeah, that's that's what I need to know, you know? Mm, mm. I don't need to be jumped up and down. I need to be just neandering and taking my time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, no. I think it sets the pace really well. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Well put, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I completely agree. And um, so, yeah, as I say, let us know in the comments. Uh, email in at MetallicaPod. What do you think of Bad Seed? What do you think of any songs we're going to talk about? Uh, we've spoken about already. 
please subscribe to the channel. Check out Andre Vasilenko, who I mentioned before. Yes. He's, got, he's got a brilliant, brilliant, um, uh, you know, Metallica channel on there. Next week, I'll be back with uh, Ryan, my oldest friend, literally my oldest friend. We were, we're since four years old. I've known this guy, and we're going to be, Ryan. yeah, yeah, all right. And we're going to be speaking about um, battery. Um, and if you want to come on the show as well, get at me MetallicaBot at gmail.com. But Dave, it's always a treat to speak to you about Metallica, man. Always great. It really is, man. Well, uh, welcome again, mate. And fun to be of use, as I said. It's, it's really a good time.